Hey, hey, my name is Kirsten Galfan, and I'm so glad you're here. We'll be chatting and getting pumped up about how to make your life better and healthier, and sometimes easier and more fun too, right? I get to coach and train people like you almost every day, and we bring the fun, accountability, and results to where you're at right now. We'll be here weekly with a fun and crazy mix of inspiration and application, incredible guests, and your quick Friday victory lap. You are here at the Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. We jump right into it in this conversation, and there's so many insights and tips, actionable tips, which you know me, I love actionable tips that Cindy gives us for applying to our life that we can start doing and start practicing right now. So I can't wait for you to listen to this and hear what resonates with you. I have, as usual, a few pages of notes and there was something she said at the end that I wrote down and double underlined and it can just be applied to your mom life to your work life or your health and fitness any facet of your life so I can't wait to hear have you hear that as well all right let's jump in I got to see you this morning at 5 30 now I get to see you in the middle of the day Cindy how are you I'm wonderful thank you because I started my day right with you (laughs) Bad a girl. I paid her to say that. No, just kidding. It does make such a difference though, doesn't it? Yes. It really sets the tone. And uh, one of your superpowers right out the gate is encouragement to other people and empowering other people. And you're a leader in your business and in your home. Um, And I really appreciate as a fellow leader your encouragement of feedback. And it's, it makes my day when I know it's making a difference. So thank you for being such an encourager. Well, it comes very naturally and thank you. You know, um, well, you know how I taught, I sent you that little email about the first chirp. Yeah. I probably had that for 20 years. I used to video, I used to copy it for the first day of school. And I would give it to the kids and say, remember, whatever you say first sets the tone. So may you make your first chirp be important. And I lost that poem. And I emailed the family on the family chat and said, whoever, whoever has the the first chirp per poem, I'll give you $5. (gasps) My husband found it first. He said, I keep it in my day timer. So that's how much I couldn't believe it. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Look at that. I'll give you $5. And your yeah. husband was like, what, what? I got it. Right. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. So it does make such a difference. And what are the things from that, that stood out to you that even gave you that idea? What a great idea to send it with on the first day of school front of mind. What, what are the things that stand out to you? Well, what stands out is whatever happens first thing in the morning um, sets the day. So the first chirp should never be, why are you wearing that? Or um, instead think, I'll save that for later. The first chirp should be, hey, I have breakfast ready. Here it is. Or, hey, what, uh, you know, you look great today. What are you going to do when you go to school today? Just start it out on a positive note. And every day at work, same thing. Walk in, say, good morning. How are you doing? 
you know, how's everything at your home and, and expect it to be positive instead of walking in and saying the traffic was terrible. I had to wait in line at the coffee place. And, you know, then you're putting your negative feelings on other people. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. And so good. Um, I'm just thinking oftentimes, you know, this, I start a workout and as we're warming up, moving our body, I say, how do you want to feel? And I have you think of how you want to feel. And then I encourage you to like, step into that. Let's like, you know, and that is what the first chirp is doing. Right. So good. Another little thing, as you were saying that made me think of uh, one of our other mutual friends, I was talking to her on the phone a few months ago and I loved how she put this like right away early on her conversation. She's like, what's good about, and whatever she was talking about, what's good about such and such. And that just, you know, to your point about expecting it to be positive, that kind of like leads the witness and it helps people kind of see it without even realizing, notice what is good. Right. Oh, that's so good. I love it. Well, I, I mean, there's so many reasons why I wanted to have you on the podcast. Uh, You know, that the tagline or the title is called making changes you love to live with. And sometimes we, well, in community with each other, we can learn from each other. So that's one reason that I'm like, oh, Cindy is so good at encouraging. She's so good at, you know, bringing the bright side of things. And you're this amazing leader and mom that I want to learn from. So that is why I asked you here today. And yeah, you're welcome. So since Mother's Day is basically here, could you tell us um, about how many girls you have? And if you want to share their ages, awesome. If not, that's okay too. And I've had the pleasure of interacting with each of them in different times of, of my career so far. And I'm so like you raise, you and your husband are raising amazing, have raised amazing women. So talk to us about that. Well, thank you. Um, but welcome. I have three daughters who are 23, 25 and 28 and Um, I had them right after I started being an insurance agent and I really didn't expect my life to change that much. They were just going to, I I don't want, I don't know if the word embellish is a bad word, but they were adding to my life. I already had a good life, but I wanted them like I wanted children. And then when we had them, it just got so much bigger. And my attitude was always um, take them with you, um, expect them to be good. And they were good. And, you know, um, today, I think socially, they're very good because they've been with people ever since they were born. Um, and, you know, expect it to go right, expect that they'll just expect it and finish what you start. And just things like that have really worked. And um, I remember when we would ask them to do chores, whether it was the dishes or whatever, they'd say, why do I have to do this? And I'd say, because you're part of the family. And then they, there really wasn't anything more to say, you know, um, right. and really then it didn't come up too many other times. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like they are needed. They are on this team. They're part of the family. 
And so their contribution matters. That is such amazing. Like those are amazing words. You know, I care so much about words matter. And so those are amazing things to speak into your kids and speak into your teammates. That's awesome. Great. Okay. I'm going to ask you to time travel with me. Yep. For it. Time travel. Sure. Sure. Okay. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about if we, if we time traveled right now, if you time traveled to before, oh, let's go with toddlers. When your girls were toddlers, what, what kind of advice or what kind of, what would you say to yourself at that time in your life? Like, what would you say to her, that version of Cindy? The biggest thing is um, be ready for the situation. Like anything you could get ready the night before, whether it was laying out their clothes or making sure they had their baths at night, having their lunch boxes out, anything you did ahead of time prevented a meltdown in the morning. And so being plan, you know, planning it, um, not that I planned it right to the last detail, but but having a good idea of what you expected, what time you needed to leave by, having the things available that you needed for the day just made it go so much smoother. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's really good. It's I like that pr- very practical advice. So practical. So would you say I'm sure there were times when you were like, OK, I did everything I could to plan ahead of time and. What would you say to frustrated Cindy when you're like, I did everything I could and it's just not going the way I expected or, you know, what do you think on that? And that absolutely happens. I just know though, in the morning, like one of the things I always tried to do because I couldn't pick them up after school, I always took everyone to school. So I felt like I needed to send them off in a positive way. And even if I had to hand them their shoes in their hand, we were leaving now because the car's pulling out, but yep. we don't have to like yell about it. Just say, we need to leave right now because we have to be at the first school at this time and just keep it positive if you can, because once you start, you know, getting angry or upset, it comes out in them too. And that doesn't make the day go any better. So true. Oh my gosh. I have, as you say that I'm thinking of, when Brady was a little bit younger, he's still, I mean, he's five now, but when he was like two and three, I noticed this happening where whatever emotion I thought I was like hiding or keeping in, he would like let out at like a hundred percent. Right. So I thought of that sometimes if, and I use that, um, I kind of leverage that idea sometimes when I need a little extra motivation for things. I think if I can't do this for myself right now, like you said, it comes through the kids attitudes too. So, but I notice, I notice as soon as I get in motion for doing like, for example, if I'm like, okay, if I'm noticing that coming through in Brady and I'm like, Oh, that is really stemming from something, you know, I kind of got started And, uh, what I can do is as soon as I decide and start in motion in a little different perspective, uh, a perspective I want to see in him, then 
it doesn't feel hard anymore. It's not like I have to trudge up the hill. It's just, I needed a little help getting started and boom, then there it goes. Okay, good. I like that. That is awesome. Okay. We're going to do some time traveling in the middle now. And so talk to us, you have girls. So talk about it from a girl's raising girls and women perspective. How about of what would you say to you yourself as a parent of middle school and high school girls? What would you say to yourself then? Gosh, one of the things that I noticed worked for me was if their friends came to the house and I got to know them, it always went so much better. The When I didn't know who they were going with and I wondered what was going on. So getting to know their friends made it much better. And the friends were friendly. The kids then wanted to bring them home. So I guess being involved and, you know, anything you can volunteer for, whether it's a class trip or even if it's just sending in the snack for the day or whatever, I always volunteered because I figured if it was my kids, I never minded spending the money if my kids were part of it or the time or the commitment. So um, I would jump in and get involved as much as I could because you're going to miss that time and it'll go so fast. Oh, yeah. Totally. I definitely want to be the house where kids and adults alike feel welcomed. And I'm really striving for that. Any tips? So like volunteering, making an open invitation, is that a tip to like really foster the kids' friends coming over? What do you think? I don't know that I did that as much, but like if on a Friday night they wanted to do something, I would say, you can have some friends here. Um, yeah. Or, you know, school always sent home things that they needed stuff, whether it was supplies or whatever. And I always sent them in because I figured this is helping my kids. And so yeah. it was just a more positive experience. And I think it taught them to be very generous, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That is another one of your superpowers, generosity. And one thing, I don't know if you mean to do it or not, but yes, that's so true. Like our, what is that saying? More is caught than taught, right? Right. So if we can think about that and what do we want our kids to catch and your kids, I'm sure caught your generosity. Uh, And yeah, you're also good at how do you make that easy on yourself or a habit? Maybe not easy, but how do you make being generous a habit? What is something like, do you ask yourself a question or? Uh, I don't even, I, I don't, but I think I got it from my mother, my grandmother, yeah. you know, like yeah. if my grandmother had 12, if she had baked rolls that day, if she had yeah. two dozen of them, the first person in got six, the next person mm-hmm. got six, the next yeah. person got two until the end, she had about a half dozen for herself. And I'd say, Grandma, don't you need these? Oh, that's okay. And my mother was the same way. If if she got something, she'd say, well, I want to give you some before you leave. And it's just uh, it's just been in me. And I see it with my girls a lot. And I'm, I'm just glad. I'm so glad that it just comes naturally. And I don't have to think, what should I do? Instead, sometimes yeah. I have to pull back and, and say, it's not your job to do that. You don't have to do that. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
Uh, you have permission to be both things, right? You have permission. You know, sometimes we have to give ourselves permission uh, consciously to say like, you're right. You can pull back. Sometimes you are so generous and kind. And I mean, there's been so many times that you've been generous to me, but one in particular is really sticking out to me. And I was on my way back to Michigan from Pennsylvania. So I was going back and forth quite a bit and you knew I had miles on the road that day and you had surprise, like put a little envelope in like my equipment or something like that, or my per- somewhere. And you said like, don't forget to look. And then I see this note and this thoughtful note and money for Starbucks. You're like, get yourself some Starbucks. I'm like, I'm going to bother to get myself five <laughs> Starbucks with this. And so I literally, it's getting me like choked up even thinking about it. And what an impactful thing that you can do. And that ripple effect goes, goes on, right? Even right. that hip, like my, like, look at how that set the tone of being like surprised and delighted, so encouraged and thought of, and that made me do that same thing for the next person I talked to on the phone or the next like traffic person that was hating their job. And hopefully like, you know, me being crazy and smiling and and complimenting their lipstick, you know, made a difference in their life. Right. 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 You never know. The other thing, don't think you're going to wait and do something big, just do something right now. Something is better than nothing every time. And Woo-hoo! in the moment, it's so important compared to in two weeks when you write it, you know, it, or, you know, write that perfect note. It yeah. might not mean nearly what the compliment today or the, the um, surprise little money in a card or yeah. um, just something nice. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. So we got three mantras there. Don't wait do something right now and something always beats nothing. That's so good. So good. I love it. Would you, what, what's a moment that comes to your mind and it can, it's actually awesome if it's an ordinary moment in motherhood, let's start with motherhood and then we'll go in another area of our life too. But in motherhood, what's a moment you don't want to forget? Well, this this is kind of funny, but I, I couldn't, this, uh, one time we were on a trip and we were in Canada. We were actually in Banff, Canada, and, um, we were on a business trip, but we had the girls with us and we had walked into town and we were walking back up and there were a lot of other couples there and most of them didn't have kids. And one of the kids ran up to me and said, mom, I'm so glad you brought us on this trip. Thank you so much for bringing us. And, and these parents turned around and said, my kid would never say that. And like, it, I just thought it's so nice. They realized it was a lot to earn the trip, but then they, they ran up and said, thank you so much. Like, this is really great. And, and when that other parent turned around and said, my kid would never say that, you know, so yeah. that was, nice. yeah. That's so nice. And that's a moment that you can kind of like drop into, and I'm sure you can picture what your kids were wearing and things like that. And the scenery, what an awesome moment. That's really, really cool. And I'm sure 
back to this seems like a theme that keeps on coming up is more is more is caught than taught. I'm sure they heard you saying that to other people in your life of like noticing something and being grateful for it. Well, you know, this caught than taught is so true. If you think I hear people here say like customers will say, um, oh, my child won't do that or my child won't do this. I, I just think you don't realize they are listening to you. They are listening. Maybe they're not finding the need to use it right now, but what you're saying and what you're doing, um, they hear it. And a few years later, when they're using your words, I hope you use the right words now <laughs> because they are hearing it and they will use it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so true. And people, whether it be kids or adults, they feel your energy in your heart. And that's the thing. Like there is a big thing lately in like the self-help world about toxic positivity. And I haven't looked that far into it or anything like that. But my thing is I don't even need to look into it because I know that people, when they're actually positive from a perspective like you are, or they're at, it's coming from their heart or like you can sense the feeling that there's no way that can be toxic. Like people feel your energy and they can feel where your heart's at. And if it's just lip service, like kids can like absorb and feel that energy in class, like in fitness inspired or in any type of group setting, like all of a sudden an energy can be felt at what, you know, what we bring to the table. Yep. Do you agree with that? What do you think? Oh my goodness. And kids can see through you faster than anyone. They can see through their teachers. They know what teachers, um, they, they really, they can smell it out pretty quickly. Yeah. It's like, it's like they're, they just have this zone that they can tell what you're thinking. But something that you said yeah. the other day, and I've thought about it a couple of times, and it's so true. You know, when you go to get up at 530 in the morning, you don't want to get up. And right. you think you're the only one that doesn't want to get up. And you said, most people feel that way. You're not the only one feeling that way. And, yeah. and ever since, you know, twice this in the last two weeks, I didn't want to get up. And then I said, probably everyone's feeling this way at 5, 515. So yeah. get up. And by 535, I was happy, but I, I told myself, probably everyone's feeling this way right now. So don't think you're unusual if you're feeling negative, but you need to push yourself because you know where you want to go. Because you know where you want to go. So true. Don't go back to what you said earlier about being generous. Don't wait. Get right. in motion, get in motion. And you're so right that uh, sometimes we look at people doing something different than us and we think, oh, they're not, you know, we look at people that are consistent with waking up, for example, and we get whatever the goal is, whatever the goal is, it doesn't matter, but we can look at these other people and think, oh, they must feel like it. And if you ask them, they don't feel like it at first, right? Either they get in motion. So it's so good. What do you think? Um, so I want to take, cause you're a powerful leader and you just beautifully intertwine so many things. 
whenever the interns would be talking to me, I'd be like, listen, listen to Cindy. Like she's going to give you some great advice. Like you're always looking out for people. Oh yeah. You're always looking out for people. And all the interns would always be like, Cindy is like so kind, so awesome. And you were always helping us out. And there's been so many times where I can picture even where I was when I was maybe struggling with like incorporating my business and my mom life and like taking care of myself and my marriage. And you could like feel it on me. And the first chance you got, you just said like, Hey, Kirsten. And you talked me through some like really powerful times that I don't even know if you understand the impact of like one of these times we were walking out of the studio and you gave me these little tidbits of, for example, like you said earlier, including your kids on things. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. Other people realize their kids and including them, like what a power that is. So can you give us any like parting words on how to incorporate different hats or different hats that we wear? whether that be like a work hat, a home hat, a health hat, like we all have these different things that we're doing. Well, again, I use your mantras or mantras. Um, Like when I'm home, I just want to give a hundred percent to home. I I felt like I was really lucky 30 years ago when I started working in insurance because um, we couldn't take our computer home. We, you know, our phones did not do very much. So when I was at home, I was 100% at home. When I was at work, I was 100% at work. And the kids knew that too. I'd say, if you can ever make, you know, like, if you can make it to the end of the day, make it to the end of the day. And, and then, and just give 100% or like be in the moment, right? When you're there, and then you gave the best you could for that time. And someone just recently, we were talking about balance and it might've been, it might've been Katie yesterday. You know, balance doesn't mean 50-50. Maybe it means, uh, you know, 70-30. But when you're there, you give give your full attention, your full time, you're really there. So it doesn't matter that it's only 30 and 70. You know, 50-50 and not paying attention or not being in the moment is not worth nearly as much. So That's right. Oh, so good. So good. Okay. So when I'm at home, I give a hundred percent, like whatever the moment calls for, whatever is most important. Now I'm giving, I'm all in, I'm giving a hundred percent. And this was in uh, a song that was just requested, um, the brighter side, which made me think of you. It's called brighter side by the satellite station and another fitness inspirer requested that we have that on the playlist right now for workouts. And one of the lines in there is like, remind yourself or something along this, this is like, remind yourself that your best is good enough. Or like the, the singer was asking if their best was good enough. And I just want to shout, yes, like be a hundred percent all in and do your best effort that you have today. And that is amazing. And we want to celebrate that. Woo woo. So I want to celebrate you. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms. Yes. And same to you, Kirsten. Thank you for being such a great mom. I think so. Yeah. The Fitness Inspires are super moms and they're just, you know, and I think moms need to realize they are enough. Just being a mom is enough. You don't have to be more. So Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. Oh, so good. Thank you for your words. They are literally medicine and they help us like encourage us to live, live the life that we all deserve. And it does make a difference. So good job. Thank you, Cindy, for being on here. Thank you. And thank you for starting my mornings perfectly. Goodbye. Have a good day. Thanks. All right. That was awesome. Now I want to invite you to reach out, go to my website, livefitnessinspired.com. Go under the sign up link if you want to see more about the signature program, the one that Cindy and myself and other fitness inspirers are there working out Monday through Friday. We do that. We wake up and work out and it makes such a big difference on the rest of our day. So if you want to join us for your first chirp, as Cindy said, uh, you can find out more at livefitnessinspire.com under the sign up link and another sign up drop down. Uh, another great thing to look at on the website is the resources section as well. Woo woo! Oh, yeah, you did it. This has been another episode of the Making Changes You Love to Live with podcasts. I think you know already that I love, love, love helping people just like you become stronger, brighter, bolder versions of yourself. I see something in you that maybe you don't even see yet. Okay. So I just want you to like soak that in and receive it and be like, yes, yes, she's talking to me. I can't wait to warm up with you with a little fitness inspired warm up on Friday to get your blood pumping and do a victory lap on your week. Let's finish with this amazing song by Kaylee Joy. And the intro song is her amazing work as well. So, woo woo, let's do this thing. I love the sentiment of this song and I hope you enjoy it too. Again, thank you for being here. You listening, you sharing your story, being a part of this community, sharing episodes with friends, sharing this podcast with friends. It just makes a world of difference and allows this to happen. So get it, get it. Have a great day and enjoy the song.
time.